Hey guys, welcome to the Do Good Podcast. I am your host, Rob Hudson, and doing a solo episode today, and the title of it is Every Cloud Has Got a Silver Lining. Now, um, before I kind of delve into that, you can probably get a bit of a sense of the thing I'm going to talk about amongst what we are going through in this time. Um, the reason why I kind of wanted to check in and have a chat really is just for myself, really, to get a few things off my chest and talk to you guys and open up a bit of a conversation with you so hopefully I can connect with more of you in the future potentially have some view on my podcast I don't know how that's gonna unfold but I'm I'm sure it can you know I record this now it's the beginning of May and been on lockdown here in the UK for uh, well feels like a long time doesn't it it's been at least a month and I'll be honest like the past weekend it's kind of got to me more than other times where I'm getting a bit frustrated being in you just want to go and do some normal stuff. Like I'm cool being in all week. You know, I do that pretty much working from home anyway. But I think it's just, um, you know, you want to get out and, and do stuff. And But it's okay, it will happen. And I'm taking this time to go within a lot more, spend more time on my own, obviously. Um, it's funny, I was actually supposed to be going on a, a 10-day silent meditation retreat that got cancelled because of the coronavirus and also because of some other news that I've got, which I'll share in a minute. And I should have been going doing 10 days silent meditation down in Herefordshire. I wouldn't have been saying a word for 10 days. I wouldn't have had any tech, uh, access to technology, no phone, not even a book or any writing paper. And I was really looking forward to that. It would have been amazing. But in some ways, I've got an extended version of that at home and that's just important for me to not to spend too much time on my technology and enjoy our time outdoors. But I hope you all have been making the most of this time and that's what I want to really talk about uh, in this in some ways is making the most of this time we've got. Depends how you want to look at it. I can see this as an opportunity to to get things straight in our lives and to, to some of them things that we've been meaning to do that have been putting off for ages in the house or in the garden, for me in my garden at the moment, I've had, I had some old pallets lying around and I have been meaning to do something with them and I finally built a chicken coop out of them because we're going to get ourselves a couple of chickens and I think from everything that's, it's this time has inspired me to do it because everyone's been panicking about getting food, obviously that seems to have eased because we've all been able to eat as normal, everyone who's been listening to this has probably not really noticed any difference in being able to get food. But it's made me want to ramp up a little bit more and be more focused. Like I've done a permaculture course, um, uh, which is, um, I won't go too much into that, but fundamentally I want to be able to be a bit more self-sustainable. So us having some chickens will be put us on that path to that in some ways and grow more fruit and veg. So I've been in the garden and planting a lot more seeds and it just feels really good. And I think this is right now just for us to be a bit more connected to nature. We're noticing more stuff. We're going out on some walks and we're noticing trees that we haven't seen before. We walk past them all the time, but I think because we haven't got so much noise going on, you can notice the small things, the little things around. And that's what I'm taking from all of this. Um, but I said there was another reason why I didn't go on my sound retreat. And that's because I'm going to be a dad. I'm going to be a dad for the first time. Um, it's really exciting for us. Um, I've just turned 40. So it feels like the absolute perfect timing and uh, we found out at the beginning of February so we've kind of kept the lid on it for a while now but everything goes as planned as we hope as we expect that by probably on the end of October I'll be a dad for the first time and um, I'm really really excited uh, I just think it's 
can get a lot better. And it's felt like we've, I won't go into the details too much, but we've been trying to have a child for, for a few years and um, it's, it's happened for us now. And I think it's made it all the more joyful that um, it's taken a while and as they say, good things um, take a time. And in our case, that's been, been the case. And um, I'm really uh, grateful actually for the time in between because it's enabled me to do some things and get some things off the ground. Like this podcast, I reckon if I had a newborn, a couple of years ago I might have not got around to start a podcast might have put some things on hold um, and that's the thing about this time now uh, we might have put things on hold but now can be the time to start them back up and that's what i am been doing like I say getting out in the garden building the chicken coop and putting out more podcasts in case anyone can notice that I've been doing a lot more interviews I'm kind of setting ones up and recording every week pretty much with people interesting people because like, well, I've got the time now and particularly my work and how I, I go has been pretty disrupted during through this. My um, The projects that we had on had been paused or cancelled or not going to happen till the autumn time. So I pretty much furloughed myself and my own company. We've done the same with Roof. So we are, yeah, we're not working at the moment and it's probably the first time since I left uni in there's 24 that I've not sort of been working in some capacity and it's interesting it is it's, it's interesting and I'm just taking it as an opportunity as a like a bit more enforced sabbatical in a way and making the most of it I'm working on some other things which are not separate separate to raw developing some kids products and playing around with that and aiming to get some of them off the ground and um, I should talk more about them hopefully I'll tie it in with a themed podcast around that time um but yeah i hope all of you guys are keeping well and um and, and making the most of this time that's what i want to say about this you know every cloud has got a silver lining and often when you're in the thick of it or if you're watching the news one thing i have not done i must admit when it first all kicked off about covid19 i delved in and was watching a lot of the news for a few days and because i felt like it was important for me to get a grasp of it and to realize the severity of what was going on however I wanted, I didn't want to stay in that place because I could see myself get sucked into it. I could see, I could feel myself going into that fearful state of feeling um, scared. And one thing you can say, you know, if you put yourself in that place of stress, scared, you've got more chance of getting ill. So it's funny, isn't it, how the news and the mainstream news and the role that they play, in a way, they are spreading the virus um, further, put through the sensationalism, the negativity, um, always this 24-hour news just bombarding you with stuff. And I'd like to think more of us will wake up during this time to the damage of the news and how um, destructive it can be. Like One thing for sure, you know, and one thing I always talk about in this podcast is about us becoming our best selves and realising there's better versions of us just waiting for us that are kind of pulling us. You know, often we get trapped in our past without getting too excited about the future. But when you watch the news, you don't get excited about the future. You get scared about the future. You become... You know more like you want to hold on to things and be more protective and 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 you know and you're not really dreaming about stuff or any of your dreams or ambitions and stuff just get put on hold and that's what I told my podcast is like actually no I want to be pulling my future self towards me the better version of me that I think we all know within us there is a there's a fitter version there's a healthier version there's a stronger version there's a more creative version there's a happier version and that's not to discount who we are now because who we are right now in this moment is perfect you know the version that we are now is perfect however it's important i feel to recognize that i know i could there's a better version 
And I want to go towards that. And that better version can be doing more kind things, being more helpful, be more loving, be more joyful. So that's the path that I want to go down. And me watching the news and getting sucked into that, that's just like cutting them cords to them future versions of me. It's taking me down some darker paths and I don't want to go down there. So, you know, that's why I hope you guys listen to this is because you get a bit of a dose of positivity, creativity. Feels like you get a bit of a boost from the people that you listen to on this podcast and me chatting away. And yeah, you know, this, um, so what do I want to say? I want to just say a few things that I've come across during this outbreak that have, um, have, have warmed, you know, warmed the heart in some way. You know, I believe something like 90% of homeless people have been put up in hotels. I, that's amazing. You know, and it also shows that the solutions are there. No one needs to be homeless. No one needs to go hungry. There's more, there's more food for everyone and there's enough homes for everyone. We talk about housing shortages in this country. I don't see it. Everywhere I look, there's houses getting built, pretty much. Um, farmlands getting turned into houses. I don't see how, you know, it's not like the population in the UK is going up. This is my perspective on it. I think it's more driven by greed. Yeah, we need more affordable houses in place, but it shows that the solution, when something like this happens, it shakes us from our slumber. It, it gets rid of a lot of stuff. And we're seeing that anything and everything is available to us now as possible. And there's no reason everyone should be going, anyone should be going homeless. Another thing, you know, air pollution has plummeted the past six weeks. As the entire country, you know, hit by this COVID-19 outbreak, have been forced to basically press the pause button on industry. And I would hope to think that from this we'll realise that this thing is going to be caused the greatest benefit to the environment, what, since the beginning of the industrial revolution, maybe. You know, all all the protests, all the trying to go green energy and stuff like that, this thing has, has slowed that down more than any time ever. So, and I think researchers in New York are showing like some early results showing like carbon monoxide, mainly from Picard, has been reduced by, you know, 50% in 2020 so far compared to last year and i know it's stopping us from going do stuff but maybe after this when we pop out of it we'll realize that we don't actually um need to go to many places you know what i'm loving at the moment i look at my calendar and there's nothing in my calendar and don't get me on going a few things to get back i want to go and do a few things right i can think of what's really important to me but there was sometimes too many things our entire life was planned it was all about planning for the future planning for every event that we had everything that was on at the weekend or and there was no time for just being still for resting for slowing down like i really enjoy now knowing that in my evenings i'm not going out doing this i'm not got this thing to do not got this family event and not got this other thing pulling me here and there that's what i'd like to think from it you know also other great things that come out of it i think it's like there's thousands of community groups that have been springing up all across the country to help support those that are suffering from these effects you know whether it's be people who are going out and delivering food parcels to vulnerable people and i think there's over almost a, a million people signed up to be volunteers for the nhs you know willing to give their time up it goes to show doesn't it that in within all of us there's a really good person each of us can you know want to be kind want to do good and i believe that's at our core and maybe in each and every one of us is capable of doing really nice kind things and sometimes it takes something like this i think in manchester a few years ago when there was the bomb at the concert all of a sudden the city united and in this what's happening now the world can be united behind all this and this hidden killer that just is, is going around this virus is is showing us our human side 
And I want more of us to, you know, tap into that and be more like that, you know. And me on my personal level, we've got an old neighbour. So we've been um, getting his food for him and posting his letters for him and dropping off a few parcels to some close families and stuff. And it's, it feels nice to be nice, doesn't it, you know, to help other people. And I want to continue that regardless of there being any outbreak to just help our neighbours to be more neighbourly. One thing that's come out of it for me personally in our street is we live on a you know normal street really like most most streets and how many of us actually know our neighbours? We've lived there for ten years and we know the ones like right next to us and occasionally chat to some others. But all of a sudden from this, from us all coming out on a Thursday and clapping, we are connecting more. We've set up a group WhatsApp group where we've decided once this is over we're gonna have a street party. And we're all going to get to know each other. And it's something that feels really nice about, yeah, we've all got great friends, and but they might be scattered about. They could be five miles away. They could be 50 miles away. How often do we see them? I think it's something really nice and comforting to feel connected with your neighbours, to be able to have a chat, to, you know, just to know that they're just, they're just next door. And something that like I've spoken about this in the past about, you know, co-housing communities and something I'm really drawn into. I've been to a few and see the way they live and maybe this is an opportunity for some more of us to live like that now and to go back to days gone by and develop that really community spirit. I think we're all yearning for it in some ways and it sometimes it takes a crisis, it takes this pandemic to bring that out of us. So I'm seeing lots of things coming out. Another thing that I heard which was um, which was great was I believe in, in Hong Kong, uh, in the zoo there, that some pandas have mated for the first time in over a decade and there's a chance that there's going to be there's going to be a, a little panda that's going to come, and it basically took the privacy of no one actually going to the bloody zoo for these pandas to feel comfortable enough to to be together. Um, and I think that's a really nice story. And also on the flip side of that, it goes to show a little bit like talks about zoos. And I personally don't feel comfortable going to zoos if I'm being honest. Uh, I think maybe from all this, well, the technology will be developed in such a way where we don't have to go to them as much we can do it through putting headsets on and being fully immersed into these things that's how far technology's coming be able to smell and feel stuff i imagine eventually and or to have something what i imagine is like an amazing technology set up in some sort of massive wild park somewhere in the natural habitat with incredible cameras where we can all tune into that stuff and be doing it 24 7 and 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 explore it that way Rather than feeling we have to go and see something in a cage that has been taken from its natural habitat and, and put there just so we can go and look at it. So that's, you know, these pandas obviously didn't feel comfortable with tens of thousands of people seeing them every day. It's almost like probably they'd been like sticking the finger up to people thinking, all right, yeah, we're not going to mate. We're not going to bring another little um, panda into the world because we don't want them to live in this cage as well. So I know there is. There's been some developments, and there's some a lot, some lot better zoos popping up. And I think with any of you guys that have watched like Blackfish, which was the one about SeaWorld and Tilikum and the way he lived, and you know these are beautiful, beautiful whales that should be out swimming hundreds of miles each day, are stuck in a tank. So we can just go and look at them, and they've basically just been trained like trained ponies to do tricks for us, um, and without realizing that inside that as a as a soul very powerful soul very intelligent soul that shouldn't be put inside that tank 
And I think that's what we should start thinking about some of the other animals. By us, we've got like a nosy safari park. And I've been there many times as a kid and even going back maybe five, ten years ago. We go and obviously the animal's a bit more open. But some of these animals shouldn't be living in the northwest of England. Some of these animals should be in Africa. I don't really think tigers should be roaming around here. You know, there's not in the natural habitat. Yeah, maybe wolves and bobcats and stuff like that. Maybe up in Scotland and stuff or Wales or wherever. So anyway, I'm going off there. But anyway, just something that's coming out of this from here. And another thing that I've found really heartening is Jack Dorsey, who's the chief executive of Twitter. He's basically pledged to donate a billion dollars which is like 800 million pounds to help fund the coronavirus research to help disarm this pandemic he's basically given away 28 percent of his wealth to focus on this and what i really like about it is once the money has been spent on the research whatever's left the focus will be going to girls health and education and also universal basic income and it will also completely operate transparency it flows all the flow of it is tracked via this Google spreadsheet, you can go in and see where and putting all the money in and where the money's going. Like, I love that, how transparent it's so easy, so simple. Yeah, is, say, Bill Gates being as transparent as that? Is, say, Jeff Besso being as transparent as that? You know, I'm just saying it out there and 20 puts up, give him 28% of your wealth. Um, now, I don't get me wrong, Jeff Besso, I think he gave away 100 million. And that's amazing. Yet, when you think about percent-wise, Jack Dorsey gives 28% of his wealth away. And I think Jeff Bezos is 0.1%. So like one one thousandth of his wealth. And this sort of guy gives away almost a third, which is pretty impressive when you think about it. So, you know, all over the world we're seeing people sharing, being more kind. And I don't want to really go on many more on this. I just wanted to sort of drop in and just chat and let a few things out that I've become aware of and I'm sure you guys I'm sure you can tell me and share by all means please other great things that are going on but I just want to leave today's episode by sharing something that um, one of our friends Jane posted something on her Instagram and it was just like this text and stuff and I just want to read that out and I thought it was um, really nice and it's basically here we go so it was traffic has gone you know fuel has become affordable Bills have been extended, mortgage holidays, everything. Kids are now at home with the families. Parents are at home, are at home taking care of the children. You know, fast food has now been replaced with home cooked meals. Hectic schedules have been replaced by naps, rest, and relaxation. The earner seems cleaner. The world's quieter. People are more conscious about hygiene and health. And money doesn't seem to make the world go round anymore. You know, and doctors and nurses are being praised and recognised instead of athletes and celebrities. And we now have time, finally, to stop and smell the roses. So thank you, Jane, for sharing that on your feed. There is a silver lining to all of this. And I think it, you might not. some of you may not be recognising it, and that's cool. Some of you may be totally feeling it. And, and I'm just really grateful for this time now that I've got to to just be and to slow down and hope you guys are doing the same as that so anyway i'm going to leave it there for today if you've enjoyed these podcasts please share them with a friend um if you listen to an apple podcasts leave them a review that'd be great to help with the ratings 
If you're listening to this on YouTube, you can like and subscribe to the channel. And of course, there's my Patreon page as well, which you're available to become a member for, for as little as $2 a month. I'm going to see if I can actually change that to pounds. But anyway, so that's on there. And that would help me to continue to, to put this podcast out and potentially even more episodes that I want to do uh, with more people. So yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, until next time, have a good one.